Hello, and welcome to Clean Processes with Jerry, a podcast dedicated to building an online community of like-minded individuals and businesses in the cleaning industry. We will share ideas, tips, and solutions to solve problems and expand our markets. Please join me every Monday morning when we introduce a special guest that just might be you. I'm a 40-year veteran of the chemical industry, specifically dealing with food, beverage, and hospitality. I work for the largest fillable chemical company called ChemStation, where I'm based out of New England. I also run the blog, Hospitality Cleaning 101. The opinions shared will be mine, and I will be responsible for them. Today, for our inaugural journey, we have Jeff Cross, who is with ISSA, which stands for International Sanitary Supply Association. Thank you, Jerry. Great to be here. Thanks for joining me today. As we had spoken before, I really wanted you to join me on one of my newer podcasts because I believe the ISS, which I have joined, been members. And beside the recent show, I think there's a lot of information that you can share with the audience that's joining us today. Yeah, happy to do that. It was a tremendous success. You know, with the pandemic, we had lower expectations because traveling wasn't as easy. We had the health restrictions, the health safety protocols. You know, people need to be vaccinated or have a negative COVID test. We had to wear our masks. And so the numbers that we hit were above 10,000 attendees, which was far beyond what we expected. Folks embraced the show. They came. And I think it was a refreshing time to get back out there and be among people and haven't heard of any negative results of that. I know I came home healthy and I think you did too. I did too. Yeah. So it was a good vibe. I don't like wearing my mask all day. I don't think anyone likes to, but you know, we, we followed direction and most did. And it was, it was good to see people and talk and network. I did a lot of videos. Uh, You and I, we never crossed paths. I guess we were in the same building, but maybe, maybe next time. Well, I, I had linked up with you on LinkedIn beforehand. Mm-hmm. I did see you at the show. You looked extremely busy. <laughs> don't, don't ever want to stop the person while they're working. Well, next time, stop me. My calendar fills up and, you know, you're running from one appointment to another, but always, always good to catch up with folks while we're there. Right. Yeah, if you're correct, I, I should have said hello to you that day and in, in regret I didn't. Now, Before we started this podcast, I did go on the ISSA website and I reviewed the mission statement of your organization. I will applaud it hands down. I believe it is 100% exactly what I'm looking for, as well as the audience is looking for of what your organization has to offer. Now, instead of going through it, I will post it in the show notes because it really talks about all of us working together. Now, since we are in COVID or still coming out of COVID, don't you believe that we in the industry are working closer together now more than ever? I think, Jerry, in today's world, we're all connected much more so. And you think of when the pandemic hit and we all went resorted to Zoom and Teams, communication, especially from what I'm doing, has increased. Without COVID, you and I might not be having this conversation. Most definitely. Um, but our mission statement, yeah, it's it's a good one. And our, and our tagline, changing the way the world views cleaning, I think that's happening. We, we promote cleaning and we always have. But since COVID, I would say 
we can all agree that the reason we clean has been enhanced, that Correct. has been amplified. And so when we think about why we clean, it's not just appearance. Appearance, unfortunately, will always be maybe the driving force behind many organizations. If it looks dirty, you have to clean it. But I think we've gone deeper than that, especially with our GBAC program and the accreditation process for facilities and service. So I think it's we're in a better place. And I, I love the awareness that we have now in the cleaning industry. We ran an article in our latest ISIS Day magazine about essential workers. You know, our industry, what you do, Jerry, what we do, everyone that's involved in cleaning, whether it's in the trenches or in management, needs to be recognized as essential for health. And that's what we really focus on. Right. Do you see problems with the supply chain? Or is it, I mean, with the plastics industry, a lot of people are having problems with getting uh, buckets and barrels. Do you hear a lot of that going on nationwide? I hear it nationwide and globally. And I do have uh, some content coming out on that in the future. I've interviewed quite a few people recently. And the supply chain, you know, it could be because there's lack of raw materials or maybe uh, manufacturers are making products, but everyone's ordering more than they need because they're afraid they're going to run out. You know, there's that as well. To the lack of labor or the inability to take one, a product from here to there, you have your truck shortages, your uh, containers are sitting in ports. You have so many issues. And from what I've heard talking to people is it's probably going to be mid-2022 too late where things get better. And maybe in 23, we'll see things return to quote unquote normal, but no one knows for sure. One, one person I was talking to was hoping there was a crystal ball out there that we could appear into and see for sure. But I'd say we're looking at a bit more time and, but things are, are getting better and prices are starting to come down. We, we saw prices really escalate on products to where, you know, government needed to step in in some cases, but right. those are starting to steady and be more realistic. Right. And just so you know, I'm hearing the exact same thing. I work out of the East Coast. Uh, the company I work for has a refillable tank program, which saves on the transportation of plastic. But that's, that's what the podcast is about. It's more about finding solutions to this, because I really do believe that we are a good year, year and a half away from coming out of this. I don't see any any way of, of not. And hopefully a lot of our customers are taking that in effect. They're looking at it much more closer. I do see people buying more now toward the end of the year, looking forward to budgets and stuff like that, not knowing what to expect. Absolutely. And, you know, in your position there with your company, you, you've lived through this and you still are, whereas I just, I'm observing. But, you know, even as consumers, you go to the store and you look at the shelves and I went the other day trying to buy a specific kind of bubble gum and that whole shelf was empty. You know, why? Or, or a month ago, I was looking for ice cream and the brand we normally buy, there was none. Right. Who knows what happened? We know the ice creams are somewhere. It's just not there on the shelf. Yeah. Going to the grocery store is an extreme wake up call. It is just, you, you see it because of exactly the reasons you say, things you're used to seeing and, and to look at the pricing. I mean, the, the pricing's much more than the five, 10% they're talking about. It's, it's way, it's what, it's much more that than that. So we, we all can get educated by going back into the grocery store and looking at what is happening technically globally. We should be fortunate. And, and maybe when this is all done, we'll have a better perspective on a lot of things that 
before we took for granted. Hopefully we won't forget the lessons we've learned. Right. And I think most definitely, and I think that this is opening up an awareness just on the hand washing within itself. I mean, we've been bombarded with, of course, the media and stuff like that, but it is a true fact. Just washing your hands could eliminate a lot of this and help it down. And I'm guilty of it myself. And I carry the sanitizers and I carry the hand soap, but we all can wash our hands more often. There's no reason not to. Yeah. When I go through an airport and you see people leaving restrooms without hitting the sink, you, you just wonder why can't we just get it as, as a human race, I guess you could say. Right. Um, but it's, it's so common, but you're right. We need to do that. We need to look at the, the basics of things and just do what's right. Right. And my biggest wake up call or the thing that has bothered me the most when I have been in airports is it took a long while to, to go back out to a restaurant because that's where a lot of my industry, my past was because I, I have a website called Hospitality Cleaning 101. It's just a blog. And I write about this. And my wife finally talked me into going out to eat. Decided to go out to eat, sat outside, the whole thing. Eventually, after dinner, went into the restroom to wash my hands only. And the hand soap dispensers broke. I mean, didn't the owner get the memo about a year, year and a half ago when he was going to reopen his restaurant that all of this should be 100% in good working order now? No, I I get it. And I've seen that. You know, I haven't traveled that much in the past year and a half, almost two years now. I've been to a few trade shows and office visits. But when you walk into a nice looking facility and then the basics, like in the bathroom, restroom, I know in one building I went to, you know, this soap isn't working. So you move to the next one, the next one. And then the the hand towels aren't coming out. You know, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong, Jerry. I don't know. It's very frustrating for people, especially in our industry, when we look at it and go, it, 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 it just doesn't make any sense. So at the show, the ISSA show, were there any any new uh, vendors this year that you were excited to have? Anything new? Yeah, I, I can't really name companies, but we right. had a lot of new vendors, a lot of first-time exhibitors that were there. And it was amazing, too, how many were first-time attendees. I remember mm-hmm. one question one of the in one of the seminars or the... The presentations they asked who is this who is here for the first time and the hands that went up it was amazing so many hands it's refreshing because when you think about our industry we are a mature industry in many ways Correct. but to see the new interest by those who want to go to a trade show and you know people go to trade shows for different reasons your exhibitors go to display their products to network those that attend and walk the floor are looking for solutions and we saw all of that there it was it was busy it was engaging, and I think the the spirit was really positive. Right, right. I I love the show. It, again, it had been a couple of years since I had been, but it was it was good to get back, and it, 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 I got to see some people I knew from years ago, and it was good to see them as well. I think we've all been uh, a little bit stuck inside for the last year, year and a half. Yeah, we've been seeing people's faces on Zoom, and you only see a face, and maybe some shoulders. Right. And uh, it was nice to see folks in person for sure. Yeah, for sure. And on on Zoom, which has nothing to do with the chemical industry, when Zoom first, not first came out, I almost said first came out, we all adapted to it in the beginning. But I'm going to be honest, I adapted to it very shortly thinking I'm only going to be doing this for a short period of time. It's not like something I'm going to be. And now, 
even though I am traveling, I'm still more on Zoom now, like today, because it just makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah, it's it's a communication tool. And I know with when I do my videos and recordings, I use Zoom as well. Whether you use Zoom or Teams or another platform, uh, the old Skype still works, you know, people right. still use it. Right. But it's just a way of of connecting and you can talk on the phone, which is great, but looking at people face-to-face on camera or in a group, nothing beats sitting around a conference table. I I believe that, but second best is the video conferencing for sure. Now on the ISSA membership, is membership up in the past year or two because of, and I'm going to say possibly because of COVID people. Yeah. So our members listing has surpassed 10,500. So it's been growing over the years. It, it did grow quite a bit during the pandemic and still is partly because of GBAC and the awareness of, of that program. You know, GBAC became part of ISSA before the pandemic started, shortly before. And it was such a good, a good mix, a good thing we did that to provide that accreditation through GBAC and the experts there. But since, since then, yeah, we've surpassed 10,500. Who knows what the next year will bring? But uh, the awareness of what we do is increasing, and that helps with our membership. And what's to look forward to in your 2022? Anything new coming out next year with new training or anything like that? So for my department, media, we, we plan to do more videos, more podcasts, try to dig into the issues, do a better blend of our multimedia content with our print magazines and our websites. So I can speak to, to the media side of things. We we listen to what people are talking about. I scour social media, looking for angles and questions and things that people are looking at, the help they need, talking to people. I, I'm a news junkie, so I'm always looking at what's going on in the world. And I think, how can that apply to our industry? So I think in the next year, you're going to see more higher level news topics and, and concerns in the world. It's going to be funneled into our cleaning industry topics as well. I should have looked this up because I am linked up with you on LinkedIn. How long have you worked with ISSA yourself? Yeah. So I got started years ago with the magazine called Clean Facts in 2003. And eventually ISSA purchased Clean Facts. I was in 2016. And so I, I came on board with that acquisition. So 2016 as the editor of Clean Facts. And then I moved into the role I'm in now as media director uh, for all of our publications, all of our media. So Still kind of new at the at ISSA, but you know it's it's a good fit. And I come from the cleaning industry before, so that's all you I kind of understand it. That's right. Well, that's exciting. Well, I appreciate the time you've given me today. I wanted to again thank you for joining me. This is exactly what I want the audience that I'm trying to build on this podcast to listen to, because I believe, as I had spoken to you before, we in the industry. We do a good job, but we can do a lot better of promoting ourselves and promoting how we can help the customer and customer because you and I are going to see that gentleman again who has the hand soap dispenser that's broken. And we've we've got to get the message out to them as well. We do. And, And Jerry, good job with your podcast program. And I will say that I've listened to some podcasts that are two hours. So this is a nice, refreshing, shorter one. Thank you. When I decided to do this, I looked it up and it said the you should do a podcast 23 minutes. And the reason 23 minutes is that's the normal time someone's in an automobile. Uh, a two-hour one, I couldn't last that long. So yeah. again, I appreciate it. Let's stay in touch and um, you have a great day. 
All right. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. Bye now. Thanks for Jeff joining us today. You can feel free to reach him at jeffcross at issa.com. I would also like to thank you, the listener, for joining me today on my inaugural journey. If you like the information we're sharing, please subscribe, like, and share. If you have any questions or comments or would like to become a guest, please send me an email to jerry at hospitalitycleaning101.com. Have a great day.